Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. There were times where I recall President Madiba was accessible. There was equally a time where the formal relationship between the presidency and the press through President Mbeki's institution and capacity building of the state and within the state allowed him to be accessible. Not necessarily him being responsive to what the public would have wanted to hear or what the media wanted him to concede. But you sure were not in doubt as to what the president thought. Things got a little tricky in the changing administration of 2009, more especially when there was some serious assaults on the person and the institution. And naturally, that relationship needed to be revisited. The question is, what is the progress taking place like now with President Ramaphosa? And the question has to be, is President Ramaphosa inaccessible to the media, given the very few and far opportunities for the media to engage the president on his thoughts, on policy, on government implementation, progress and failures. Mr. Tenkang, thank you so much for joining us, founder of Decode Communications. A bird's eye view from you so far. Good evening, Songhezo, and good evening to your listeners. Mm. No, th- 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 thank you so much. So, so what has been interesting has been that, particularly with President Sir Ramaphosa taking over in, in back in 2018, right, uh, th- th- there was huge promise that came with that. I don't know, you, you know, you'd, you'd remember, for instance, uh, when he delivered the, when he delivered his first uh, ANC uh, January 8th statement, you know, uh, the first thing that he, he said when he came to the podium was that there's going to be a culture of change, a culture of people, uh, you, you know, being on time, because it was for the first time in a very long time that uh, the, his speech was on time. And, and particularly the media were excited about that because, you know, ordinarily when there's January 8th, whether in Kimbali, in Polokwane or wherever, SAFM and many other media houses would have to, you know, logistically work on setting up and all of that. And, and, and you are often, and, and also there's an interruption in programming, right? So, so there was an expectation of some sort that uh, this is a sign of things to come. Of course, uh, you, you know, uh, May 2019, he's now uh, elected and uh, the, the inauguration, the, the, there was then more expectation that the president, from a media engagement point of view, is likely going to be a lot more open, right? But of course, we know that there, there were a number of issues, or call it monkeys, on his back that he, he knew that the media would always ask him about, you know, whether it was the, the issue around uh, the, the the Marikana, the promise that he had made that he would go and visit the people of Marikana, mm. and it was always going to be a persistent question from the media, right? right? And, and then there the, the seemed to be some sort of a ring fence uh, around him that, that, that was created. Of course, then there was the excitement that you have Kusela Diko, who's a very seasoned communicator, you know, she had worked as a communicator for the ANC at Lutuli House, but also she's a politician. So, so, so that kind of combination was creating some sort of expectation that the media engagement and media relations would be at a different level, uh, particularly from an era that we had come from with President Jacob Zuma. Unfortunately, it was not to be, you know. They, they then decided to be, you know, to start these small select sessions with SANES, and we know that SANES is, is a voluntary organization. So immediately you do that, it means that you exclude certain uh, media. But also, uh, community media is one of the 
biggest, uh, 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 you, you know, one of, one of the biggest in terms of getting to communities and all of that. And if you consider that, you know, the media is essentially a gateway for him to communicate policies. So at least, as you said, you know, in your introduction, uh, giving us a sense of what he thinks. Guess what they then went and did? They thought that, listen, generally the Sunday papers uh, set the agenda in terms of the stories they break and all of that. Let's start a Monday newsletter. Was that a good tactic? Absolutely, it's a good tactic. But if you observe what it then did, it was more to say, listen, you want to know what I think? I'll write these things every Monday. I'll tell you what I think and go and do what it is that, that, that you will with it. But then again, it means that the president's uh, men uh, and, and, and women, they then, you, you know, are on this approach of speaking at the media instead of con- uh, continuous engagement with the media. And that is very worrisome, Songis. Let's continue in this conversation after the break. Mr. Lorato Tenkeng, founder of Decode Communications, decoding whether or not the president is inaccessible or accessible to the media. He has written an article to that extent and parts of what he is going to be talking about or what he has already said are somewhat contained in that article. I have questions on my own and I'm sure you at home do as well. Let's then continue the conversation after this very short break. Lorato Tenkeng returns after this. SMS SAFM now on 41391. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Song is on on SAFM. 2041, not too much time left. Lorato Tenkeng, founder, Decode Communications, decoding the president's media strategy. Perhaps let me just um, evolve the conversation to media strategy. For the most part, I don't think South Africans wouldn't ordinarily be in a position to know what the president is thinking. Rather, I think where he is getting it wrong, and this is simply something that I'm positing to you, is his strategy is wrong. One, Let's go back to the Mbeki era. This is a man who built state institutions. If he was not himself speaking, Begi Kumalo was speaking, and it was that clear. Begi Kumalo spoke on matters of state. You had Smarts Ngonyama speaking on matters of party. And a critical link in all of that was somebody whose status and stature within the party was without question. Umkulu and Dade Now, when President Mbeki spoke, because the words of a president matter, ask Americans if you don't believe me, people hang on to that. Without a coordinated approach, you suffer, might, you, you, you suffer what could be what the ANC for quite some time has been suffering. Pule Mabe speaking, he has a checkered past. You bring back somebody who was a speaker, Zizi Kumalo, somebody who has been dovetailing, among other things, things that are now the subject to the state capture inquiry. Ukwedemantashe, the dribbler of all dribblers. He's there when he feels like it. When he's not there, he's there. But right now, many South Africans cannot tell you who the state's spokesperson is in terms of the president's speaker. They cannot tell you of the party. And because there are too many people speaking, including the head of elections, Umbalula, they speak as and when they want to, and they posit this as state information or state communication or party communication. Do you not think this is as good a time for the president somewhat to centralize the function, not necessarily him ultimately being the speaker, but in anointing one or two people who are known to have a rapport with the media, therefore people, particularly the public broadcasting space, because that's where the president should primarily be operating, not with regional stations in 702 and Power FM with respect. 
so you you, you and, and and you are spot on with your observations so guess so. but, but of course we must uh, also allow ourselves to re- to remember that that epoch was different from a politics uh, point of view right where you, you know and, and i'm saying this in uh, you know almost it may sound cliched uh, the center was holding at the time, right? There were no two centers of power during that era of of Peggy Kumalo and and Smatongonyama and and, and Tabumbek, right? Whereas now, uh, class becomes a big issue, right? Where you you, you have uh, or at least you know perceptions that uh, the the RET, the, 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 the radical economic transformation is running Lutule House. Therefore, the president does not always trust what. Uh, how things happen there, and that is why he would even get an MP to come and run his, his affairs uh, in, 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 in the office of the presidency at, at Lutuli House. And then they, they tried to get a Kuselotika, who, in my view, they, they failed to create a Betty Kumalo in her, right? Because she literally started becoming a conveyor belt of some sort, you know, a facilitator of press briefings. She never spoke or at least gave us a little bit of articulation on that policy. So the failure was also there that there was somebody who was handpicked in Kusala Diko, but they did not empower her with speaking on behalf of that office. Instead, she was always there to introduce the president during press briefings and, 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 and all of that. And, and lastly, the, the, the other challenge is, is that there seems to be almost a, a sense of the, the president also is worried about should we actually be saying to, if we had uh, the SABC asking me questions, should I actually be asking them that they must forward me the questions in advance so that they don't ask about uh, the, 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 sealed, the, the, the sealed bank account, so that they don't ask me about, Marika, Mar, uh, you know, when am I visiting Mar, Marikana widows? So, that, so, 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 so that, has, that is one of the other challenges that has been there uh, primarily. Seems somewhat we are losing or have lost, Mr. Lorato. Thank you. Let me just read a couple of messages with the hope that we can just get final communication from him in relation to some of the points that he was trying to address. Lister M. Tata. Thank you so much, Lister. Good to hear from you too. Hi, Songezo. Glad you are back. I back Mike 100% because he says it like it is. Critics cannot dispute the veracity of his statements. Compliments of the season to all media and journalists as Kuruleni Lungilem, Charlie Community Development Plan Project. We would like to send a friendly reminder. Goodness gracious, are you being serious? Dude, go to the announcements board, man. Come on. Is Lerato there? Lerato is back. Lerato, you want to finish off what you were saying? Yes. So, so, so I, I wanted to, uh, the, the, to also add that, you, you know, to the point that we are speaking about, you know, somebody like Efigile Mbalula, who, by the way, has the biggest following in terms of uh, Twitter following or in, in amongst the 30 cabinet members, right? He would always shoot off the hip. But here's the trouble, Songhez. So you have, uh, you, you have uh, the, the economic cluster, right? If, and, and I imagine that you've been reading, you know, a, a number of news and, and all of that while, while you were on leave, right? Or while you were away. You'd be uh, surprised. Have you, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any coordinated communication on the reconstruction and development and, 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 and the economic, uh, economic recovery and reconstruction development plan? Mm. We have not seen that. And it, we are three months into it, by the way. Remember, it was announced, or at least we are in the third month now. It was announced in, 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 in late November, mm. right? Mm. And the point that I'm making is that so you have seven ministries that are part of that economic cluster. You are not getting the sense that 
now, for instance, the, the DTI should be having a number of, uh, you know, uh, uh, either sit sit downs with one on ones, either with the uh, uh, print press and SAFM, and saying what does this mean for South Africans? What it is that you should expect from for uh, from us in the next three months, six months, and and twelve months? And we are not seeing that. But also it is because there is no culture of creating communication champions, which is precisely what you what you raising to say. If you look back to the Becky era, there were communication champions. So if there was an issue, you would know who you expect them uh, or to expect to, to speak on, on that issue. And this is except, this absent and it's exceptionally worrying with how uh, President Cyril uh, Ramaphosa has really been dealing with the media. Yeah, let's leave it there. We've got lots to talk about because we do find ourselves in a space where communication strategy, particularly in these incredibly sensitive times, is what the government will be judged on either as working or not. And the reality could be devoid from the perception. So nonetheless, thank you so much, Lorato Tenkeng, for your thoughts, opening our eyes to how politics and media are intertwined and how success or failure could very well be judged on an incorrect, if you will, media strategy. For your thoughts, thank you so much. Thank you, Songeza. 2049, after the break. The legacy of apartheid, still alive and well in township lives today. An interesting conversation with Mr. Tamsang Malinga Beckons, who is the author, Blame Me on Apartheid. I wonder what that means.